Okay, so I've been doing some stuff here. I've been working on some writing, and writing is really hard. It's really hard for me, at least. I'm not uh, like a trained professional writer, but I've always written. I've always tried to get ideas out with words, and I, I feel like I've gotten better over time, but I always think there's room for improvement. And if there's room for improvement, that means I'm probably going to talk about it here. So let's get going. Okay, so thanks for listening. This is another episode. And uh, if you're looking for more episodes, if you're new to the podcast, check it out. Um, go to sketchrelease.com. If you want to find some other episodes, you want to find a way to subscribe using your favorite podcast service. This is something that, you know, I talked about in a previous episode about fall kind of being like a big creative, uh, a creative time for me, a, a time of the year where I can really look at ideas and, and maybe it's even like looking into the next year, like what's coming. So I don't know, my, all the, all the, the gears start turning this time of year, late in the year. And, um, you know, I talked about sketch timber, uh, which is good for like practicing your sketching and just getting ideas out. I talked about Inktober, which is uh, kind of an online thing for uh, practicing just pen and ink, just very basic tools, but um, following prompts that are kind of given to you. And now, you know, I'm recording this in November. So uh, something else I wanted to talk about that's very much a creative, uh, a creative tool that I found a long time ago, several years ago now, but uh, it's really helped me just understand the, it, just understand how, how involved and how complicated a creative process can be, but that with the right community and the right type of influences and inspiration, you can get through it. Uh, and that is something called National Novel Writing Month. And it's been shortened to, uh, was it NaNoWriMo? So if you want to look that up, uh, look up a website. If, if you're new to writing, maybe you've got some ideas for like a story or a novel. That's basically what this is. Uh, it's, a, it's a website. It's a community that uh, focuses on helping you spend the entire month of November cranking out some work. Just getting your ideas out, getting getting them into words, getting them on the page, and getting somewhere with it. You know, that's something that uh, that I've always struggled with in terms of writing. Just because I'm not a trained writer, I'm not a you know professional, but uh, I've always kind of got ideas that I like to see, uh, or I like to at least let play out in my mind and and put them onto onto the page. So I've always enjoyed doing it, uh, but getting to that finished, that finished piece is, is always the hardest. You know, the, the thing I, I learned a long time ago is, you know, you write your first draft, just get everything out, get all the ideas out of your head that you want to have in your, your story, no matter good or bad, just get it all out and then go back and, and refine and, and edit and, and move things around if you need to. And in practice, I feel like that is, that makes sense. That'll kind of get you down the road further, faster. But, um, man, 
I know personally, I've fallen into the trap repeatedly over and over. I start writing something and then I got to put it down because, you know, just got to take a break or other things come up. And the next time I come back to it, I start rereading what I already wrote. And I just kind of doom myself into, you know, take one step forward and two steps back. And so it's always so hard. It's a slog to get, you know, further down, make any real progress. So as much as I've enjoyed writing, it's the challenge for me with this has always been uh, just getting to something that I can call finished. And that's what things like this National Novel Writing Month are for. There, There's like a community of, of tips and uh, best practices and different types of tutorials and ways to uh, be more efficient, more productive, ways to, you know, explore your ideas. Just great resources for helping you move forward. You know, I, I think if that's something you're into, if you're into writing, if you're into telling your stories, um, you know, that actually makes me think. So this is something that I talked about uh, maybe in a previous episode a little bit, just kind of hinted at, but when I've talked to other creative people, whether it's artists or writers or uh, filmmakers or whatever, you know, they've all got stories to tell about their life, about things that they've gone through. You know, sometimes it's, uh, it's about getting through adversity or, um, you know, something about their background or, or just reflecting on different experiences they've had. There are always stories out there. Every person you meet, every person you'll encounter in life, they've got a story to them. Some of the people who I've talked to that are in these types of creative fields or, or, or these types of industries, they're more refined and they're more uh, they're more adept at telling a story and relaying, you know, an experience. But even the people who aren't. They've got stories. And, you know, sometimes like I think of like I've had people in my family that they don't they're not in that business. They, they don't understand what it means to tell a good story, but they can tell a good story. Whether it's a funny story or, or a touching story, you know, they've got things that uh, they've got the tools to be able to really make it interesting and, and amusing and engaging and all of those things that uh, if you could just put it in paper or put it on film or put it in a song, you know, it could be something that could really reach an audience. So I think, you know, when there are stories, when everybody's got a story and some are more prepared to tell those stories, well, I look at the people who maybe aren't as prepared and yeah, I've had several experiences like that, working with people who are first-time authors or, or uh, let's say, amateur authors who have some things they want to do and have some ideas and they're not really sure where to begin or, or even what is the right way to do it. But they take a chance. They're, they're bold enough to say, this is interesting to me, so I want to spread this and share this with the world. Okay, awesome. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, it's always funny that you get someone talking about their ideas and what it means to them. They get very excited. 
they get very enthusiastic because naturally, of course, it's so close to you that you can't help it. And so one of the things to me that I see that one of the key parts of, of that creative process is keeping that energy, right? You keep that energy going, take that into the work because it's really easy to get lost in the details and lost in the, you know, the, how tedious it can be. And you just, it takes all the wind out of yourselves. You're just like, I, this is a slog. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. This is too much. I'm starting to not care. And it happens. It happens to me. It happens to all of us. We get into our work when the fun thing that we like to do becomes work, becomes a job. Uh, it's like a turnoff. And so that's where I, I feel like the authors that I have worked with that are writing things like either in the middle of it or they're just starting wherever they are in the process. I always try to make sure we keep that that level of excitement and, and energy at, you know, at the right spot. You know, you don't want it to be so over the top that you burn out because you're you're so excited to get something done and you're just not going to get there in the time frame that you expect or you probably think it takes. So it, you know, it's about managing expectations too. You know, I want to make sure that someone understands like telling the story, doing it right, making it into like basically a product at the end. It takes time and it takes real effort and it can be managed, but it's going to happen in a certain way. It's just not going to happen overnight, but it shouldn't take you, you know, years to do, although it can. Depends on what, you know, what you're trying to tell, right? You know, I've worked with authors that have knocked things out quickly. Like that first draft, it just comes right out. It's just ready to go. Now, it still takes work and it still needs to polish and, and all that. But it comes out so fast that they're just, you know, ready to move to that next step. And I've talked to other authors that uh, it takes time. And it really is like, it's like building the puzzle one piece at a time. And you got to make the piece before you put it in the puzzle. It's It's a lot. So I think one of the more interesting experiences I had working on a book was uh, I met an author who uh, had an idea and I think was kind of uh, struggling with how to make it work for the audience she was trying to reach with it. And, you know, through some adjustments of her own and and before, I guess, uh, before I met with her, um, she wanted to write a book about the experience with young girls and their fathers uh, in, in like a Latino household, you know, which is a very kind of interesting dynamic. You know, maybe it's, it's similar in other uh, backgrounds and other cultures, but, you know, with the Latino culture, you know, sometimes fathers and daughters, they don't really, uh, they don't really cross paths. You know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of like a macho thing and a, you know, a teenager, a, you know, youth thing. Um, it's, it's sometimes it's a very challenging dynamic to have to work with. And so this was an experience for this author that she wanted to talk about and share like how she, not, uh, how she really kind of learned to embrace that and find a power in it. You know, with her relationship with her parents, but specifically her father. 
And so the book is called Querido Mi Papa. It was about a young girl, a teenager growing into a young woman and how that affected her relationship with her father. And, you know, the, the, the sort of detachment that has to come with that, of like you know, you're kind of going out into the world, spreading your wings and becoming your own person. And sometimes, you know, I'm a father, I have a teenage daughter. I understand it's a real struggle sometimes to want to let go and then to actually let go. So I, I know it's, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting topic. So the experience of working with this author, her name is Alicia, and she um, took this book, took this idea for a book and built it into, you know, a whole new way of life for herself. And, uh, you know, it's great. I, I, I love what she's done. It's been really interesting to watch, um, you know, this kernel of, of an idea turn into something that, you know, I was, I was honored. I was happy to help her with putting the book together, ended up winning an award for uh, best parenting book. And, uh, you know, something I'm very proud of, but I'm even more proud of the fact that it's turned into a lot more for her personally and, 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 and professionally and, and all those things. It's really led to um, her doing a lot more things with, you know, the idea she has in her mind for how to help young girls, how to help uh, parents and just uh, how to help the youth. So, you know, I, I think when it comes down to someone wanting to tell their story, sometimes it's a matter of finding just the right window. You've got to find your narrow little window where you can make your mark. Whether it's the topic you're talking about, or it's the way you talk about your topic, or how you use that as a launching pad for things coming down the road that you have in mind, you know, bigger ideas. That's a big part of relaying a story that means something. Is it can affect it can affect you, but it can affect your audience and, and the people that that you want to share this with in bigger ways, more meaningful ways, right? And so look. If you or someone you know has a story, has ideas for a story, encourage that and pursue that. Now, maybe you don't you look, we all agree that in some way or another, everybody has a story, but not everybody knows how to tell a story. Now, whether it's like the, the mechanics, like just understanding structure or even the language. Or if it's more of the subconscious, like psychological element of it, like you have to understand perspective, you have to understand tone, just to get get the right message across. Those kinds of things, you know, maybe not everybody understands those things. You can train someone up to learn how to do it the right way or a better way or uh, a more effective way. But the important thing is that everybody still has their story. Everybody still has something they want to talk about and they want to share with the world uh, in some way or another. One thing I've even learned is, uh, you know, I, I've been talking a lot about writing with this episode, but sometimes it starts as writing. It starts as a written word and it becomes something else. Uh, sometimes it starts just a, like an oral history of something and it becomes writing. And so, you know, I have several things that I've worked on in the past. I've tried to write 
screenplays for things and i find this doesn't really make sense it just, i don't know that this would really work as a film for instance so i have to kind of either backtrack or like adapt into uh into like a novel format or, or a long form format for some other type of medium you don't necessarily know from the outset what your your idea is going to become but you just know you have your idea and you need to get it out and you need to at least start building some kind of structure to it build give it some kind of shape you can always refine it and mold it into something different as time goes on as you kind of keep moving forward with it you know i started writing some stuff back in geez how long ago was it 1992 maybe it was a long time ago i was in high school or maybe even before that and i started writing ideas for i don't know like at, at the time i was a teenager so like science fiction fantasy kind of type things that uh you know were so kind of bold and big and ambitious that uh I didn't know. I didn't know any better. I didn't know what I was really getting myself into. I just knew that those are the kind of stories that I liked. You know, whether you talk about something like Lord of the Rings or Dune or, uh, I mean, even Star Wars. And you know, those things are like just big, sprawling, epic stories, different characters, different worlds, different, you know, all these different things. I thought, well, that's something I want to do. I, I love that kind of just gargantuan storytelling, right? I always appreciate that. I, I appreciate ambition. Now, that doesn't mean that uh, everybody can do it. I mean, clearly, everybody can't do it. Because, the, you know, the, the amount of series or stories of that scale in 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 fiction and literature they're kind of few and far between and that's okay so at some point i kind of realized well this is not really i have the ideas i i i mean i some of them i even still have i you know my my focus was really on the art on the visuals of it and so writing stories to go with it has always been kind of a fun thing for me i even still do that now you see some of the art that i'll post every now and then I'll include like a caption or like a short little excerpt, like a backstory or like a, a description of what's happening and what this could mean. It doesn't necessarily play into anything bigger or more than that, but it's just a fun exercise in creating story, creating something almost out of nothing. I did learn over time, like I have stories to tell, but sometimes those stories, they're far too big. They're far too big for either my skill set or my uh, uh, like experience level or whatever. They're 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 far too big for what I think is really even necessary. Some of the stories I've I've worked on and I've got in mind things that I've still I've still got I still got it you know loaded up I'm I'm still working on. They're about me uh, as being a parent or me as being a husband or you know just moving through certain aspects of like the latino experience those are things that are 
relatable to me today, right now. And if it's relatable to me, I'm, I'm no different than anybody else. It's relatable to a lot of other people. You know, I think that's something that if, if you want to tell a story, you know, you don't necessarily write the story or create your, your, your work, your art for an audience. You don't necessarily do that. You create it for yourself. That's what I believe. But ultimately, if you're going to share it with an audience, you got to take that into account. If you're going to share anything, whether you're just doing a sketch on a napkin or you're just writing some notes on a legal pad. If you ever intend to share that with somebody else, even if it's just one other person. What, I mean, it's got to be it's got to make sense. If it's writing, it's got to be legible. So you have to take that into account. You have to take someone else's point of view or someone else's uh, reception of the work into, you, you have to make that part of your creative process. And so if you're going to tell a story, if you want to make a big sprawling epic, that's all kinds of, you know, wild, crazy worlds and characters and all that, who are you talking to? Who is that for? Just, just think about it. It's not like a, you know, it's not meant to be a discouraging question, but it's meant to be a, a, just an objective question. Who is that for? Who are you doing this for? And that's that was my mistake early on, is I was writing something for me, and I didn't really think about, is this even make any bit of sense to anyone else? Because I didn't understand that at the time. You know, this is, what, 30 years ago or something. So now, over time, I have learned that... Uh, yeah, okay, well, I have these ideas, but this won't make any sense to anybody. You know, this was several years ago, but I wrote uh, an entire screenplay for a feature that in the moment, at the time, it made absolute sense to me. It said the things that I wanted to say. It was about certain, you know, it was about situations that I cared about or I thought were important to me. You know, the plot, the characters, all that stuff. It was like right top of my mind. I cranked it out in like 30 days. And I looked at it. I thought, okay, this is it. This is what I want to do. I got to find a way to make this now. Even if I have to like just take it slow, you know, de develop it over time. But this is what I'm going to make. This is going to be my next thing to do. You know, I've done a little bit of short film stuff. And I said, okay, this is my next thing. Well... I got like about a year into that process of like uh, trying to, you know, the logistics of like how to shoot something like that or like get a cast going or, or a team or whatever. I got about a year down the road. I went back to really revisit the script and make sure like this is still hitting all the same beats or, or if I'm leaving anything out. I went through and reread it and I just, I couldn't identify with it anymore. I remember writing it. I remember every thought that went into putting it together. But what it was saying, I had kind of moved past that moment. And so it was really hard for me to keep the energy up, keep that same enthusiasm for it. Because I felt like, well, the person that wrote this is kind of gone, is not here now. And that's one of the things I learned, uh, you know, in my own way, I guess, about uh, like the filmmaking process is 
you know, if you if you see some films that are made and you understand, if you learn about like the the story, the development process to get some of these movies made, that they take years or even decades to finally get going and and actually turn into a finished film. You've got to have stamina. You've got to have real passion for it and believe in it to keep it to to keep your energy there. Or, you know, maybe uh, put it this way, maybe that's not even the case, but maybe it's just the matter of your idea has to be strong enough to outlast, to outlast just the passage of time. You know, if you, if you're hot on an idea and you've got it and you figured it out and you put it down and you come back to it, even just, you know, a year later or even a week later, and you're like, nah, this is trash. Or I just, I don't get this anymore. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Well, maybe your idea wasn't so great. And that's okay. That doesn't mean you can't like reshape it or, or, or rebuild it. But maybe it, sometimes it's think, hey, you need to just have someone else look at it. Get some other feedback on it. You know, understand that you're not going to necessarily be the one to just knock out the, the magic script or the magic uh, novel all by yourself in one shot. It could take time. It could take feedback. It could take criticism. It could take, um, you know, some real reworking and, and refining along the way. But that's part of the process. And so if you've got a story to tell, here's what I'm coming to. If you've got a story to tell, understand it could take work. It, it could take some time. It could take some learning. But those are all things that will benefit you in the long run. And if you're passionate about it, if you believe in it, if you know that there's something there for you and for an audience, go for it. Go for it. Run with it. It's yours. It's your story to tell. So do it. If you've got a story to tell, what's been your biggest challenge in telling it? I think everybody faces their own you know, obstacles and hurdles and, and getting something done. I mean, whether it's writing something or, or creating a piece of art or, uh, you know, producing a song or whatever it is, everybody's got their own challenges. But let's, you know, think about yours. Think about what that is. What are the roadblocks for you and how do you get past them or have you been able to get past them? All right. This has been a good one. Um, I really appreciate you listening to this. Thanks for checking this out. And uh, if you want to find some other episodes, go to sketchrelease.com. You can check me out. I'm also on Instagram. Uh, I've been back into posting art more regularly. Um, I did a lot during September and October. I'm still doing some here in November. I will try to keep that up. Just, you know, these are just things that are fun to me just to kind of do on a whim almost. Um, I just draw some things out sometimes. It's, it's a little hard because I do have like things that I'm actually actively trying to develop and draw and build and write. And so, you know, these I kind of do just as like throwaway things and I'm just happy to share them with you. So check me out on Instagram. I'm also an art station in Behance. You'll see some other artwork up there. Uh, in the meantime, hey, go write something, go tell your story. Go at least think about it. Think about how you can do it if you haven't started yet. As always, 
keep creating.